Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, we give You this time. We're so grateful. We, we cannot express how grateful we are that You've given us Your everything. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, we welcome You here. Did you know that God Himself, the, the only true God, offers to fellowship with every person on the earth and with you? And, and it's through His Son, Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the answer. Fellowship. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful being in the universe. Words cannot, cannot express his, Him and all that He is. His beauty, His majesty, His glory, His power, His everything about Him. He offers this to every person just as He offers salvation to every person. That's the very first phase of knowing Him. There's four phases. Salvation is the greatest miracle. When someone leaves the earth who knows Him, the God Almighty, if they've heard the Gospel, they know Jesus Christ. They will go and they will fellowship with Him forever in, in heaven, His home. Amen. They will fellowship with God forever. That's what humans were born to do is fellowship with Him. A great woman of God, I remember said that once, in a, an intercessor named Suzette Hatting said, you were born to fellowship with God. Nothing else. That's what... I mean, it's just so glorious... And, and we should always remember, you know, it's, it's a whole different teaching is, you know, fellowship with Him. In Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, Whoever, I stand at the door and knock. Whoever opens the door, I will come into Him and sup with Him, dine with Him, and He with me. Okay, that's a whole different subject. This series is the glory of the Lord. And the glory of the Lord is the Lord Himself the only true God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I speak this and I, I want to I present it. I'm presenting this messages and this series and it, because I want to get this message out to anyone who will listen. <clears throat> and I need to hear it. We get distracted. So many things keep us from Him. And just it's just so many... It's one thing. It's Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. The, the Just knowing Him. And that's actually eternal life. Eternal life is knowing Him. Jesus said that. And everything flows from that. When, when a person gets... Again, we can just be technical. There's four phases. When someone gets born of the Holy Spirit... They find everything they've ever wanted, longed for, 
Everything they've ever dreamed of, longed for, hoped for, desired, wanted, needed, everything. They found, they've found Jesus in the, you know, as I keep saying, they found Jesus though uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the key. Glory to God forever and ever. And I, I, sometimes even I get into you know I'm teachings and I'm, I'm reading, and I forget I don't that it's it's all about knowing Him and just letting His realizing that He's within us, He's all around us. There's that you know we must seek Him, of course, seek Him, and uh, He hides, He withdraws Himself so that we go after Him, and in that process, there's death to our old nature. You know, it's this glorious mystery of knowing Him. And uh, just so, uh, one, one thing interesting of, that a, a great teacher taught recently, and that's where I got the information from Second Kings. I believe it, well, it's in, uh, in the... A previous message just recently I spoke about in 2 Kings 2 the four locations that Elijah and Elisha went to which all represent very uh, deep eternal mysteries um, and those are four locations that God will take us to if we continue on with Him and He'll, he'll take us to them a great man of God points out it's like every maybe five to ten years or maybe uh, somewhere in that vicinity he'll take us to these four locations. Well, it's interesting that, and that's in Second Kings 2, it's recommended reading. The four locations are Gilgal, Bethel, Jericho, and Jordan. But it's interesting that there's four phases of knowing God. So, you know, there's a deep meaning there. But But I intentionally am focusing on the glory of the Lord and the fact that He wants to fellowship with, with someone. Because I don't hear this message much. I don't hear, you know, there's so much wonderful, great teaching and so many great, you know, but how about let's just focus on the glory of the Lord. How you know, the most wonderful, most beautiful being, so merciful and gracious and slow to anger, abounding in goodness, abounding in truth. And and as I mentioned recently, we've just published a book, it should be out in the next few days, called God Chose You. Basically, here's the summary. This is fascinating. I started with the basic working title that you know God chose to create you okay and then I also was going in the framework of you know those of us who are fortunate enough to have heard the gospel and have a bible we know that Jesus was sent came to the earth and died for the world that God sent his son to die for the world this is 
beyond comprehension, really. The sacrifice of Jesus. To think that the one who made the universe and made mankind sent His Son has given His Son to the world. And, and, and given the Holy Spirit who is the Spirit of Jesus Christ for the last 2,000 years. And will give Him His Son him, who is really the exact representation of God's nature to every person who believes forever. And okay, so I was going in this framework of well, if God sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for the world and, and all those other things that I just said, well then... There must be some deeper things here that He's also given to every person. For example, in the natural. And here's the conclusion that I came to, which is all... It's in Scripture, and but it's also common sense. And here's the conclusion. God has given Himself in totality to every person on the earth. He's, he's more than just offered. He's given Himself. And in fact, He's even knocking on the door of their heart all the time. Okay? And in the natural, in their earthly life, which includes the natural and spiritual things, even to unbelievers, He's given them the totality of everything that they are given them their life, their soul, every good thing they've ever had, including spiritual things like love and goodness and happiness and joy. Even the unsaved, we know that they experience those things too. He's given... So, can you believe this conclusion? That He's given basically... I mean, this is beyond comprehension. And so that's why Romans 1.20, Paul could easily write, safely write and say, man's without an excuse. Anyone who doesn't find God is without an excuse. And there's even more ways that He has justified Himself to every person. So you, you, you understand kind of that, let's, you could almost study this in a class, you know, and scientifically, not scientific, well, you know, you could just study it and say, well, if God gave His Son to die for the world, well, man, sur surely that's like the biggest sacrifice ever. And so, He's also sacrificed. And Jesus sacrifices in so many ways. We don't even comprehend how much He's sacrificing. He's, For example, we know from Hebrews 7, He's interceding for believers right now. For an unbeliever, if they simply receive Him, God, if they hear the Gospel, they receive Jesus. If they simply receive Him, Jesus said, I will pray to the Father that He would send the Helper, the Holy Spirit, to that person. So Jesus prays at that time and the Father sends the Holy Spirit to that person. Amen. And their spirit is alive and they're spiritually born again. Glory to God. 
And Jesus talks a lot about praying in John 17. I re- recommended reading John chapter 17. He talks about praying for uh, the disciples, also for believers. Um, so, oh, glory to God. Glory to God. It's just unbelievable. Okay, and then, but I'll finish up with this. God's given Himself to every person. Okay, and okay, and here's another way to look at it. He's made so many choices. He's chosen to give Himself in totality, and He's chosen to give every person the totality of everything that they are that's good. Okay? So He's made millions of choices. You say, how has He made millions of choices? He's, all, he's, given him, he's chosen to give Himself to every person for, an, for eternity for an infinite number of moments. So He's given to them in an infinite number of ways. Okay, and He's chosen to do this, but He cannot and will not make anyone choose Him. Because, as I mentioned, they're man's made in God's image and has a free will. So you might say it also like this. God chose them. No, no, wait. Uh, oh, God believes in a person. All He asks is that that person believes in Him. God has sent His Son to die for them and given Himself fully to them. All He asks... Okay, let's first deal with Jesus' death. God's given His Son to die for, for every person, so all God asks is that that person die for Him. Jesus talks about dying to self. That's one of His main messages. And then the third thing, God has given Himself in totality to every person. Amen. And all He asks is that somebody do the same with their life back to Him. So, uh, glory to God.